0: Well, I bet you guys were expecting episode 300 here, weren't you? <laughs> the old bait and switch. The old bait and switch. Not yet. Not yet. Uh, today, we have yet another One Real In podcast.
1: Yay. It's been a while. Yeah, we'll, we'll get it back. We'll get it back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I promise you guys, we'll get it back. <laughs> okay. Swear
0: to me. <laughs> um. But yeah, we're back with another episode. Um. That means we're back to watch another episode. A movie Mm -hmm. Uh, but after some thinking we're going less the route of watching B movies and you know stuff we can make a lot of fun of I mean we'll see I don't know maybe these movies are gonna suck Um, but we're more watching movies that have a bit more prestige to them and uh, we can maybe analyze a little more than we would you know the room yeah so uh, without further ado this episode is going to star Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Mm. Uh which you can stream right now mm. on Netflix, which we recommend you do before you continue this episode. So go ahead and pause us. Uh go watch it, come back. Uh this currently has a 98% on Rotten Tomatoes, pretty big deal. Um famous for having one of the final performances from Chadwick Boseman RIP. Um which has gotten a lot of praise from this movie. Uh we talked about it in our uh early awards talk. Mhm. Uh just a couple episodes ago. And uh I guess we'll see really what that performance has hidden in it because we unfortunately haven't had a ton of Chadwick Boseman
1: movies yeah and he did i mean he has like a couple of thrillers under his belt that people are like hey you should see that one i'm not gonna watch 21 bridges i'm sorry no i'm I'm just not gonna do it no but this i I hate to be crass but i need to know for myself if this is a a truly an oscar worthy performance Mm -hmm. or if they're just throwing him one because he passed yeah as as the oscars have done in the past
0: a memorial award yeah they sometimes give out
1: so you know not to say that he wouldn't be deserving of the award i mean i think our track record for you know praising him um without uh motivation or what have you Mm. speaks for itself yeah we talked about him we talked about his talent um i mean around the time he was about to die but nobody knew so <laughs> right 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 <laughs> yeah so Still counts yeah, yeah yeah exactly just mm-hmm. this, just to say like we're not sitting here you know hyping him up cuz he passed and we you know we're just going to throw him a bunch of flowers for no reason this is this is serious stuff baby. Mm-hmm. we need to know mm-hmm. i need to know i need to know
0: well i don't want to talk too much about it before we get into it so without further ado let's start the show <laughs> quiet on the set. Can we please have quiet on the set? Well, I kind of rethinking this not watching funny B movies <laughs> thing. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden. I know we need we need <laughs> to just go back
1: to watching garbage, um uh video game movies. Yeah. That, video game adaptions. That's it. That'd be good. Let's just watch uh the ne- the next eight movies are just gonna be Resident Evil one through eight.
0: Okay. Can we watch them now? Because I I feel like I need that like cleanser afterwards <laughs> to just feel okay again. Yeah. Uh yeah, yeah that was a that was a,
1: a lot of a movie that was that was intense yeah yeah you know i was gonna i was gonna wait till the end but i guess i'll just ask it now do you feel like it falls under the category of watched it once i got it um or do you see yourself actually watching that movie again i uh <clears throat> I think I'll go back to it so okay before we before we Let's just for the for the people if you don't know there's a whole cat. we have a whole category for movies and you probably have these movies yourself mm-hmm. a list of movies where you're like you watch it and and you understand it and and you you feel it and and it's a great movie and and all that everything that the media tells you and all yep. that jazz right but but that's it you don't Never need to again. watch it again. It's too intense. It's one too emotional. Done. It's it's just there's two. It's too it's it's too labor intensive. It's too it's too it takes too much out of it. It hurts a lot. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, I think I'll go back to this one. I think that the uh, there is levity in this movie and just the performances that I'm sure we're going to talk about more. Mm-hmm. Um, I think warrant it. Yeah. I think I'll I'll go back to it just to rewatch the monologues alone
1: yeah they were good yep. god damn they were good yeah i mean any movie any movie based around a play yeah you can which is one of the first things that you mentioned
0: uh and i was thinking while watching the movie was like this feels like a stage play mm-hmm. it just it just do, it's framed like a stage play it's directed like a stage play which actually i, I just looked up <laughs> the uh, directors george c wolf Um, who is an actor, but is also uh, mostly known for theater. Mm. So he's only done a handful of of movies, so it kind of makes sense that it's like kind of set that way, and it it feels like you're watching a a, a stage play. Yeah, Um, I mean,
1: even the scenes between the scenes are more just transitional pieces than they are actual scenes.
0: You can almost see on the set that's like their transition while they're getting the backgrounds in, in, in check, and you know, like changing the lighting and stuff. Yeah. Um but yeah, I mean it, it definitely it, it feels like a a, a, a you're <laughs> watching something on at a theater. Yeah. Um but you know, not in the same way like, you know, we were talking about uh you know, you having an issue with uh Hamilton getting so much praise and like all these award nominations and at least in the Golden Globe so far. Yeah. Because it's literally a theater show. It's just a film. Fil-
1: it's like somebody just filmed it in the fucking crowd.
0: <laughs> exactly, but this, you know, this is actually a movie, so yeah. it's not that. It's it just feels that way. Yeah, um, but no, this is a, you know full blown movie. Um, I, I think one of the first things we have to address is, you know, like obviously, um, you know, with this 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 kind of aura hanging over the movie of Chadwick Boseman passing. Um, did that affect the way that you watched the movie from the beginning or was it something you were able to kind of push aside and just take in
1: the performance that he, he gave? No, it, it it didn't affect my opinion on the performance. All it did was make me think, I mean, wh- I mean, we're really missing out on just what was going to be just a, a uh, man. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I got I I, I I honestly I got I got a little choked up watching his performance <laughs> I know like, every time he's on screen I'm just mm-hmm. like I mean it it I'll, I'll I'll tell you this because it's because it's a stage play when you when you first get into it it's a little hammy. Yeah, because uh-huh. it's a stage play, it's a little bigger.
0: You have to get into kind of the language of the movie, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So
1: the like it, as it starts out, there it's you know jabbing and you know this. Oh no,
0: a, a Viola Davis playing obviously like a, a way over the top character.
1: Y- well, you know what? For the record, I will say, as soon as she's on screen, I bought it. Yeah, I bought him with with uh, Viola Davis. She's yep. just, I mean, she's just so good. Mm-hmm. At everything, mm-hmm. and when she's like you know, uh, yeah. The the minute you see her, I'm like, oh, she's going for it. Yeah, she's going for it in <laughs> yeah. this one. She's not holding back at all. It's the it's the band rehearsal when they're all kind of uh, you know shooting the dozens on each other. And I'm kind of like, it, like I said, it was a little hammy at first, but then like like you said, you get into the language of the movie, you kind of immerse yourself a little bit more into the world, mm-hmm. and um. And it's it all, all like in 20s like yeah. slang and, yeah. and
0: language but you you just kind of you, have, you get into the flow after a minute yeah um i mean I, I don't think that we need to go through necessarily the the synopsis of the movie um, i mean it's pretty it's pretty it's basic yeah. yeah which you know i i i meant to say this movie my initial like my one liner for this movie is like it is both more and less than i was expecting at the same time Mm
1: -hmm.
0: because i had like i did my best to not really read up too much about it because i didn't want to know too much about it going into it i just wanted to experience it just based off the merits of the movie um so that in mind i i didn't know that it was going to be a and we should say spoiler warning obviously for yeah i mean every, everything we expected you to see the movie in that little break that we just had so
1: well i, I and i think for, for people who don't know like uh the one real ends are a, a complete uh spoiler, spoiler cast. cast yeah, yeah for are, sure. we're not gonna hold back at all yeah
0: i like to say for the new people yeah but, um but i didn't expect it to just take place like in that one location like the recording studio i didn't think that that's all it was going to be i expect this kind of bigger like almost like if we're talking like theater shows like almost like a chicago type thing where it's like oh it's about the people outside of the you know the music and then um it it plays a little bit like a musical in ways um but then also on top of that it's about so much more than music yeah it opens itself up to so much more than that yeah and it becomes an analogy for a, a whole lot more uh, oh, man <laughs> so wasn't <laughs> expecting that um, but I'm I, you know I was I was pleasantly surprised that it was there uh, unfortunately it's heart crushing but yeah you know it's uh it's a very deep movie but also very uh succinct uh, I um I felt like they really packed a lot in that hour and a half
1: yeah yeah they did they they really um succinct is like the best word for it because they uh the director George C. Wolf, uh yes, he had a very clear direction, he had a very clear idea of what he wanted to get across with this movie, what he's trying to say with it, um and he did that beautifully it's I mean, there's no fat on this movie, no, <laughs> it's just it keeps going, yeah and and I love that because. You know, if you're gonna make, if you're gonna move, if you're gonna do a movie that's intense in this way and emotional in this way, it's like, all right, then let's do this. Let's fucking go for yep. it, right? You get that little bit of levity in the beginning. You got it sprinkled throughout the rest of the movie, mm-hmm. but for the most part, it's like we're moving now. Yeah, this car is moving. Yeah. So if you're not ready for where we're about to go, don't get in the car, mm-hmm. because we're gonna have some laughs in the beginning, but. It's, it's going to get dark. It, it does
0: that thing that some of my favorite movies do, which, like, they transition into a very serious topic while you're still smiling from the last moment. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it kind of it, it hits you in the same way that those moments happen in real life do. Mm-hmm. You know, like, where you're, not, you're just kind of, like, T-boned by this emotion mm-hmm. that you didn't expect. But you're in that transitionary phase where you kind of – you almost feel – inappropriate for for laughing or smiling at the thing that happened just the beat before yeah i love that i love that awkward feeling of like wait a minute <laughs> what's yeah. where are we going here you just like to hurt
1: you just like to hurt yeah well i it, get it
0: i i like i like the fact that something as unreal i guess or untangible uh intangible even
1: Maybe untangible
0: untangible intangible who can say intangible and intangible and anti-tangible anti-tangible as moving pictures on a screen and uh, you know just recorded audio can affect you in that way mm. you know I always that is like the purest kind of effect that I, I feel of, of, of movies that's yeah. that's where I find that passion is that like Ooh, this is making me feel something. And I know that this (laughs) is something that was recorded on a studio that's, you know, been through a a press junket and is, has all this artificial crap promoted all on top of it. But at its core, the story that they're telling and the way they're doing it affected me in this way in a very real way. Yeah. So that's why I like, and I mean this, I mean, had tons of moments like that.
1: Yeah. Um, so what do we do? Just go through the performances. I mean the this the synopsis is pretty pretty easy. They, you know, they're there to rec- they're there to cut a record. That's yeah. it. Yeah. A,
0: a a jazz band. Yeah. Uh who, blues band. A blues band who is backing Ma Rainey, who's actually a real person. Yeah. Um that they kind of use her as this uh, uh uh, kind of element to to craft this story around, yeah. Um, and they're all backing her, and she's the leader of this <laughs> band and and uh, a yeah. co- uh, commanding force. Um, so they're all taking her lead, sort except <laughs> except for Chadwick Boseman's character, Levy Green. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's it's really all about the friction between them and between the 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 band themselves. Um, and, but again, it expands and, uh, has lots of
1: touchstones upon other bigger issues than just music. I mean, there's, there's so many things at work here. There's so many moving parts that, that warrant, although I, you know, I said, I I only asked the question, I actually didn't say how I felt, but I, I asked the question of like, does, is this in the category of, uh, one views? And um, I mean, just everything that they're trying to say with it warrants at least one more view. Yeah, I think so. just because I mean, there's so many there's just there's just so much that they're saying with this with I mean, even with each character mm-hmm. has this has a story that I mean, you see all these uh, the oh, man,
0: everyone gets like a moment. Within it that you're able to understand. Slow drag them. didn't.
1: Slow drag. Slow drag didn't get nothing.
0: No. No. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. But I. I. I feel like he was more of like a. a, a almost, it, we needed that so that he's like this. He played off of everyone else, mm-hmm. you know, it, which is. It, it's funny to even say it in that way cuz I only I only came to this right now but it, it is like they're performing as actors as a band. Yeah. They all have their parts. Yeah. And like, you know, there others are competing for the the lead yeah. within that relationship, but he's just kind of fine being off on his own. Slow right? Drag
1: is he, he's in he's back there and he's he's keeping the rhythm section tight. Right. That's it. Exactly. Just, and that's
0: that that was his role within this movie too. Yeah. So it, it kind
1: of all makes sense in that way. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, I feel like I wanna, <clears throat> I wanna talk about Chadwick's performance. Yeah, I wanna just get it out the way. I just wanna talk about okay. it. Okay, okay, it's fine. It's, it's your show, <laughs> right? That's that's what it is. I just wanna talk about. What, it? Do wanna talk about? Well, what do you want to talk about? Well, what, how should we frame this?
0: Here's the thing. I wanted to kind of leave that because that was our major question going into it. Does that affect? Does his untimely death affect? this movie and and the praise it's been getting okay so i say let's leave that for the very end okay that's the big question let's leave it okay let's think about everything else around it because there's a lot more to talk about about this movie outside of his performance there's a lot to talk about about his performance too okay but I, i think maybe let's try to break down some of those nuances on first viewing of like what the movie actually was getting at what it meant out e- even just like the main themes of of music because this is a story on its on face value about music mm-hmm. and about the music industry and about you know basically the pimping of musicians in general black and musicians i, I was going to say you can you can take that as an in general thing of the music industry just taking advantage of people then a level under that is taking advantage of black artists yeah And then a level uh, on top of that is, you know, even this is set in the twenties from that point, I mean, up until today, it's like a lot of black artists not getting their dues because their talent is being leached off of and given to, you know, people who are more presentable air quotes for a wider audience mm-hmm.
1: white people yes
0: so i mean I, I feel like even on that level alone there's so much to unpack
1: yeah yeah i mean um it it, it we we've we've talked about it a lot on the show proper and i mean we're, we're guys who want to break into the entertainment business as much as (laughs) this is going to allow us to do so i'm a guy who's been trying to break into the music industry and so i read and 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 learn about these horror stories all the time and yet it's still you see something like this and i know this is a fictionalized version of events but it's only fictionalized for this movie sure this is something that's happened to presumably hundreds of thousands of artists countless yeah um who have who have put their blood sweat and tears into something just to see it taken from them Mm -hmm. pimped out you know rearranged put under i mean shit even even as recently as as people finding out all all, a bunch of um jennifer lopez's songs were written uh for ashanti at first right and her her finding out and her telling that story of of learning that and being like, well, what the fuck? You yeah. know, just just that alone. That's as recent as a couple months ago. People found yeah. this out. I mean, it it's it still make, happens. Make no <laughs> mistake. Yeah, this is happening yeah. right now. Right. An artist is writing a song or an artist has written a song and, and under the belief that this is going to be the thing that changes their life. And they're gonna give it to some studio or some record label, yep. and it's it's gonna be taken from them and turned into something that they couldn't even imagine and have no idea and have no parts of. Right. It, this is this is not. And it's this movie set in the twenties. It's twenty twenty one. This is still happening. Mm-hmm. And that's I mean that's another metaphor for like everything that it was happening back then. I mean, some of those things are still happening. It's like we haven't learned anything. Yeah, in some instances.
0: Yep. You know. Yeah. So there. I mean, there's that level, and then the the other one that immediately comes to mind is like the entire. So you know, we have to get into um, the the character of Levy Green. His entire arc, I feel, as a character, is has been basically all about rage but Mm. of like an impotent rage Mm. you know like the frustration of not being able to do anything about your circumstances yeah and you know i i I think that was perfectly summed up with the the phantom door that he's trying to unlock the entire time right because for a long time, i'm like what is like Uh, speaking of David Lynch, like this is a very Lynchian thing to like just throw into the mix and like have this mystery door that he's trying to open the entire time. And like, is he going to open it? I don't know Yeah. what's going to be behind the door. But you know, lo and behold, he finally gets it open at like towards the end of the movie and what's behind it. Nothing, nothing. It's just a brick wall, just brick walls. He's there by himself. And it's like all that anger, all that energy, all that rage. And it leads to what? nothing Nothing. and so like that I feel is kind of the summation of his his character and and what he goes through throughout the
1: entire movie yeah Um, he's very everything about his character is very universal Um, the things that he the things that he struggles with the 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 anger that he's struggling with I mean his selfishness mm -hmm. is it's it's understandable on one level it's it's a, a, a lot of the characters in this movie The way that they, their their viewpoints are so understandable that when they, I mean, Ma Rainey is a good example of like, Uh she seems like such a diva yeah. on the onset of the movie. You're like, uh,
0: just bend a little. I started off not liking her pretty much at all. Yeah. And then by the time we have that come to Jesus moment where she's talking about, You know her view of things and the fact that she's she's keen to the fact that you know they're recording her once they have her on recording she's useless to them basically like that's it it's over yeah they can play her as much as she wants or as much as they want yeah um so her her point of view makes a lot more sense in in that framing because you know obviously she's trying to get as much she can out of these people while while she can because she knows it's not gonna last forever yeah
1: and she knows the bottom line they don't really care about her. I don't even think she's trying to get anything. I think she's just trying to prove a point. Yeah. I think that that her her I think she has resigned herself and I think that that last frame when they're leaving kind of shows you that she's she has resigned herself to what this world is at the moment and mm-hmm. all that she can give. Yeah. And all that she's going to get out of it. She signed that paperwork. And she knew that that was it. Yeah. That she had at that that day of recording, she had she had fucking squeezed the juice. Yeah. Only because she said only because she could, mm-hmm. and then once it was juiced out, and you've got just nothing but skin and pulp, she drives it away, and on. it's like that's it. That's yeah. all I'll, all I could do. Right. And that's all that I have.
0: But in Levy's point of view, she's accepting the bone.
1: Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he but right, and his his point of view is informed by everything that he's gone through. Right, and he can't see other people's perspectives in these things. I mean, he mocks everyone else's story, mm-hmm. um, and uh, you know, it bubbles up to the point of of you know, life threatening. Right, because he can only see his side of the road, mm-hmm. so he can't see where Ma Rainey's coming from. She is somebody who's just taking what the white man has giving her. Mm-hmm. You know, we're here because you want to record these songs for the white man. That's it. That's why we're here. But when I get my own band, you know, I'm not going to do that. Right. But it also in some in some moments, as he does seem to see, like there's that moment where he's like, you know, she go she tells Mister whatever his name is to go get her some coke, and he does that because mm-hmm. she's got control. I'm going to have control like that with my band. Right. So he does see that part, but he doesn't understand the full scope of why and how she got to that. And he
0: doesn't have that yet. And I think that leads to another level of frustration within him too. Yeah. You know, like it's just, and then uh, another thing that came immediately to mind too, was uh, this is also like a commentary on black on black violence too, with the conclusion of the entire thing where, you know, obviously he, he doesn't get his dues for his work, truly with with his songwriting and then he gets enraged because one of the bandmates steps on his shoe Mm -hmm. it's not really about the shoe it's not about that at all Mm -mm. it's about the entire circumstances of his life uh and and all that frustration boiling over yeah and i i mean that's just a complete like obvious commentary on that that they've
1: well and, and and he had enough he had enough restraint to not kill the producer, right? But the anger boils over once he's around, you know, everybody else, mm-hmm. yep. and that, that's another uh, another level of like that impotent rage mm-hmm. of like I, even if I'm at my lowest, there's still a ceiling that I I, I you know yeah I can't do that. Well, and I I love the
0: visuals that they play with there too. This is a like a, a obviously something that, that would work on the stage but work really well in film for me was the fact that they're having that conversation on stairs. Yeah. So you can tell whenever Levy's having the upper hand on the conversation or feeling like he, like he does, he takes a step up. Yeah. And then as soon as he's the, the producer, or whatever, the engineer, or whatever he was, mm-hmm. um, says like, you're getting five bucks for each of them. That's the best I can do for you. Yeah. That, that's it. I'm doing you a favor. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Immediately he takes a step down. Right. It's like and then and then, overall, like ultimately he ends up descending down back into the pit where he belongs, yeah, you know, like all that stuff worked really well for me
1: i wonder, I wonder if that's part of the stage play. I wonder how many how many elements they took from the stage play and put it into the film. I mean, you can definitely tell in the monologues that it's like, um, this is a spotlight moment, yeah, and um. I would I would like to see how that works with a, like an actual blues band mm-hmm. playing those parts in between, yep. you know, when they're rehearsing and when they're recording and stuff like that. That would be really cool.
0: I would think that they'd have an actual like live blues band there, like in the pit to play yeah. like while the, while the scenes are transitioning and stuff. So that'd be pretty cool. That would be cool. I, it looked like uh, from what I read briefly that the um, the play was made in the eighties. So okay, uh, I mean obviously live theaters dead right now but yeah you know maybe maybe in the after years we'll get to see yeah maybe revival. we
1: can we can zoom it <laughs> <laughs> i guess we'll just have a row of laptops yeah that'd be great <laughs> put yourself on mute you're not on mute. <laughs> it's not your monologue mm. Mm. Mute
0: your laptop it's not your monologue uh well okay I mean I I, I feel like it, are there any other major uh, threads that we've missed so far that you caught on to?
1: Um, no, I don't. I don't think so. Mm. No.
0: Okay. Well, uh, I want to transition now to what we thought about Chadwick Boseman and his entire performance and uh you know, ultimately what you thought as far as credibility for award season. Do you want to talk about Viola Davis first or? <laughs> no, no.
1: I mean, okay, sure. Yeah. Let's, let's, uh let's give her, let's give her flowers. Yeah. I mean, I think she deserves them. I think for sure uh, she, I mean, she just kind of nails it again. Um, Viola Davis, you know, there's that video that went viral of her where she's like, you know, they want me to be the next Meryl Streep or they call me the next Meryl Streep or whatever. And she's Mm. like, I got Oscars, I got Emmys, I got all this shit. And I'm still just the, you know, the next Meryl Streep or whatever, or the black Meryl Streep or whatever. And I mean, it's it's hard not to compare them as far as like um, film success is concerned because Meryl Streep is so so good and mm-hmm. and has been so consistently good yeah. for her basically her entire career and her career span decades right that it's hard not to compare them but i mean viola davis i mean obviously she she's her own actress she's a powerhouse she's incredible we love her um i only bring up the the meryl streep thing because like i mean viola davis is 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 i mean right there with her and this yeah. is just another thing where you're like oh, okay, Viola Davis is just going to be a part of award season. Like every time she puts a movie out, she's just going to be a part of the uh, award season. And Mm -hmm. to me, that's where the comparisons stop, is that she's so good that every time she does a movie, she's just going to be a part. I mean, even movies, there's one movie that she did. I can't remember what the name is right now, but she got either nominated or they were talking about nominating her, and I thought like – I didn't even think people even fucking liked that movie. <laughs> Maybe they didn't, but they could have just liked her performance. She, yeah. And this, I mean, this is just, like I said, as soon as she gets on screen, I'm like, oh, she's, she's going all in. And it, it it's a
0: thing where they completely inhabit the role. Yeah. Where like, she, like you could have told me, you could have not told me that was Viola Davis. And I would have been like, I don't know who that is, but she sure seems like Ma Rainey to me. Yeah. Um, so I, I, it's an iconic in my first viewing of this movie, uh,
1: performance from her. Yeah. She is, she just, I mean, I just, I can't, I can't say enough about it. She's just so goddamn good in this movie. Yeah. Choose it up. She just, yeah, Choose up the scenery. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking about her, her monologue about, you know, where we, where we start to, understand her perspective and where she's coming from and why she's treating the the student her manager and the uh, engineer producer um, why she's treating them that way why she's yeah. doing the things that she's doing um, she's she's queer which mm-hmm. is another thing another element of like um, uh, from what I understand Ma Rainey actually was gay so um, that's another thing that's another element of I mean can you imagine being a black woman in the 20s the leader of some blues band mm-hmm. and she's gay right and she's treating these white men like this i mean it's fucking it, it's mind-blowing yeah <laughs> it's mind-blowing yeah so and she like you said i mean she completely inhabits the role i would be i would be not shocked or surprised, but incredibly disappointed if she wasn't at least nominated for best be. supporting. She
0: has to be. Yeah, there's no yeah. way. There's no way we get a, around that. I mean, even with a, a, a incredible performance, it's really all around. Um, but oh yeah, everyone, everyone kills it. Because you know, it almost plays as an ensemble a lot of the time. Mm. It, it's not really just these two characters. Um, so I think it's important to to note that. Um, but. <laughs> I mean they they have to be that good to keep up with specifically Chadwick Boseman and Viola Davis. Yeah. Uh in this movie in particular. Um so yeah, I mean all praises due. Mhm. However, <laughs> <laughs> as I was saying. Yes. As you were, sir. Yes. Uh the late great Chadwick Boseman. Um I mean what I want your impressions first as far as how you felt um he inhabited that role, um, and again, you know, just I guess I already asked this of you, but if if his untimely passing had any effect on um, you seeing it
1: and your reception to it, his, <clears throat> his passing only makes you think what we're gonna miss out on, mm-hmm. what we're not gonna get as fans of film in general and as fans of Chadwick Boseman like I mean we watched uh the last the last uh one reel in we did was uh the Five Bloods uh-huh. in in which he puts on another powerhouse performance mm-hmm. but this one is better than that oh yeah this is a, this is a this is um so yeah just to answer your your question it doesn't it didn't affect it as I was watching it, he pulls you in enough that I'm not thinking so much, oh, man, this is his last movie. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm in it. I'm in it. He's really doing a, a good job of he. Here's here's OK. <clears throat> um, I think I can't remember what magazine it was. I think it was Time Magazine or Newsweek. One of one of them recently <laughs> voted Denzel Washington as the best actor of the 21st century or the twi- I can't remember if it's the 20th century or the 21st century. They, 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 they put him ahead of a lot of people. I mean, Pacino, uh, Redford, right. uh, De Niro, Newman, all of them. He put mm-hmm. him. They, they put him ahead of all of them. They voted him the best actor um, of the 21st century. Which you can argue till the cows come home, sure, if you will. But. There are plenty of people who would say, yeah, uh, what's the what's the argument? He's also a producer on this movie. Uh, yeah. That makes sense. Funny enough. And Denzel, for my money, I mean, I would definitely put him top 3. He every time I see him in a movie, I'm like he's probably number 1. <laughs> but then I but then, you know, I've already said that Pacino's probably my favorite actor, sure. so um anyway, the reason I bring up De Niro is because I mean, not De Niro, uh, Denzel, is because for every positive thing that you can say about Denzel, the one negative that I can think of about, about him as an actor is he's, to me, unbelievable as a weak character. Mm. He's just too charismatic. He's too strong of a... I'm, I, and I, I say too strong... As in, you know, in this, not to say that that's a bad thing. I'm just saying he's just, Yeah. when I see him, and maybe it's just my own, um, my own life and my own perception, but whenever I see him on screen, I think, like, I mean, he seems like a person that I would listen to, that I would follow, that, like, he's such a leader on screen. Yeah. He's such a, he is the embodiment of A-plus leading man. Mm-hmm. You can put him in anything, he's gonna crush it, but he's gonna be the guy. Yeah. You know? And so if 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 he's ever played a role like that, probably early on in his career, I, yeah. I can't think of any mid career like, you know, when he was at the top of the mountain roles mm-hmm. that were he he was a, a weak, insecure person. He you know, he exudes yeah. strength and and charisma confidence. and confidence. Yeah. Whereas this role for Chadwick Boseman, I mean Chadwick, he's really showing his range in these last couple of roles. I mean, for uh, obviously Black Panther is the big one, and that's the one, that's the Denzel role, right? That's the that's the confidence and the charisma and the leading man role, the the triple A plus yeah, leading man star. role, right? Yeah. Uh, but this, I mean, his his anger and and his insecurity and his weakness, it's believable. Mm -hmm. It's believable. And I don't know how he was able to look so large in Black Panther and in this movie look so small. Mm -hmm. Even when he's playing, and he looks amazing playing, he looks like he's actually doing it, even when he's doing that, you see this confidence, but it's, it's, it's a facade. Right, and every time he does a, every time he has a monologue, you can his eyes are welling up every time he talks, and he's not joking. His eyes are welling up Mm -hmm. because it's like right there at the surface, what is driving him? Yeah, it's just it's so good. Mm -hmm. It's so good. It kind of makes me want to cry. It's so good. (laughs) It's such a good performance. Mm -hmm. Um, I so yeah i mean when you see that he passed and you see um all of the press that the movie got you're like okay are they just gonna and i i i had half a mind that that's what they were doing yeah but no this is this is completely earned yeah yeah i mean i have to agree it's
0: completely legit um and like you said just his his range uh is incredible in this movie uh I, you know, I unfortunately haven't seen many Chadwick Boseman movies. I, I plan on going back and, you know, going through the catalog just to catch any any other glimmers of what we're missing out on now. Yeah. Unfortunately, but, you know, as far as ones to go out on, like, this, you know, I can only imagine if he hadn't passed, this this would have skyrocketed him yeah. into a different level. Um, you know beyond just the action movie uh, and Marvel nerds and into you know so- something even bigger yeah Um. so you know in a way in a way I would say that his untimely passing did affect me while watching it but only in in that kind of sadness of of what we're missing out on like you were saying mm-hmm. um but on top of that too you know I, I couldn't help but you know when he's when levy has these monologues about the cruelty of life and you know this this entire you know uh rage fueled monologue about god mm-hmm. i couldn't help but just be like this sucks <laughs> <laughs> to, to hear coming from this actor that yeah. you know knowing the circumstances like yeah, yeah. understanding where his head may have been at in those moments and where that may have been channeling from, yeah, you know, that, that took it to another level for me where, you know, I don't want to say it took me out of the movie because I was still obviously engaged in seeing him as that character, but I couldn't help but remove, remove him from that character for a moment and just be like this, this is almost too real Mm. in these moments.
1: It's hard not to think about.
0: Yeah. So yeah, that, I mean that was that took it to an entire another level, and that you know was was rough to see. But you know, I I just think he can't get enough praise for this role in particular. I think the movie in general, uh, really surprisingly good. Um, you know, I, I I have a bit of a prejudice against Netflix movies. Mm. I, I haven't seen Roma, which as a film guy, I know that's weird. Boo! I understand, but. I don't know. I mean, from a lot of the Netflix movies I've seen, like Netflix produced or whatever movies, the quality is like almost there, but not quite. Mm-hmm. I kind of felt that way about The Five Bloods. Yeah. Where it's like, it's almost there. There's a lot of good things there, but
1: there's just, it's not quite there. There's little things <coughs> that people people don't understand where that money goes yeah in these big budget movies and mm. dude it goes to making that thing look more realistic it goes to making yep. that it goes to you know we can shoot on site so that you're immersed in this world yeah right and like the five bloods there i mean there's moments where they're like i mean i'm not even a gun guy and you can look at the guns and just be like those just don't look those right. don't look good yeah there's just certain there's little things
0: yeah so um You know, that being said, like, I mean, this felt like a movie made on a budget, but the fact that all the performances are so strong and the story is so strong and the writing is so strong and the fact that it's framed kind of as a stage play Mm -hmm. didn't bother me in the least bit. Yeah. You know, like it's fine. It it, it almost works in like um, in the way a lot of like really low budget movies work where it's just like two sets. That's all you got. And just kind of working with that, like a Reservoir Dogs or something. Um, And I I think it works kind of to its benefit because you kind of get to live in that world. And it makes you kind of focus in on those performances as opposed to, you know, these giant set pieces and, you know, CG planes and crap.
1: Yeah, and and it helps helps, um, shrink the movie into... um What we're really supposed to be focusing on, which is not that Ma Rainey is this is the mother of the blues, this big blues singer who is probably at this point really successful. I mean, she talks about how, like, you know, I've got my tour down south. I've made more money for this studio than any one of the artists that comes in here and records. So she at this point is is pretty successful i mean by the way that the producers are acting too like they need this record from Mm -hmm. her they need it yeah so they're bending over backwards for her because they need it and she knows that they need it right so she's really successful so this movie could have been about her tour it could have been we could have seen her in different um cities Mm -hmm. we could have seen big large crowds we could have seen like you said the uh, uh, scenes where they're in a plane it's like oh wow they're in a plane or whatever (laughs) right it it, but it, it it being a um uh, 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 uh,
0: what's an not not a timepiece because that's a watch uh, uh, <laughs> a period, period piece period piece yes yeah it being a period piece uh you know obviously anything that they shoot outside of that building is going to cost a lot of money right so right. you know they clearly just worked within those confines for the most part
1: yeah but you you scale it down and then you focus on the the, the stuff in between the stuff. And mm-hmm. that's what this movie was about. Yeah. That's what they were trying to get across was that the reason she is who she is is because of this. Yeah. The reason that this studio is what it is is because of this. Mm-hmm. The reason that this band is what it is is because of this. Yeah. So, uh-huh. I think it, it it to scale it down is is You know, I mean, we've talked about it before, but but creativity being born out of limitations. Sure. And I I feel like that's the case for specifically what
0: what came to mind as I was watching it was uh, Levy's monologue about uh, his dad getting vengeance. This entire story about him going after the people who attacked his wife. Um, And I I could see that. In a bigger budget movie, being an actual filmed yep. flashback, yeah, yep, and us actually seeing that entire I had the thing. The same thought. And as cool as that would have been, as as engrossing and as as good as that would have been as a scene that we're watching, it would have robbed us of an incredible monologue. Yeah, and it worked almost. It reminded me a bit of um, in Jaws, like <coughs> the, the 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 story that they they tell on the the, the boat. Mm-hmm. On the
1: boat, you mm-hmm. know that time you know, when they're on the, the boat. B- the boat, yeah, when they're on the boat.
0: Um, talking about the, the the shipwreck and and everyone getting eaten by the sharks, yeah, like that that looms so uh, so heavy on the in, in entire rest of the movie. Not because we see it, but because we get that performance, yeah. And I feel like that that's how that worked okay. in this movie.
1: And not only that, but. It, it brings you into the world because yeah. if you got a flashback and you've got this big budget and you bring in some like, you know, like Ving Rhames or somebody to like play his dad and you're like, oh, cool. They, they got like a, you know, big budget cameo.
0: Now listen, something. Denzel, I, I know that you're a producer,
1: <laughs> but you,
0: can we bar you for maybe listen. three days?
1: <laughs> and and that, that would have been amazing to see. But when he tells it, you have to imagine it. Mm-hmm. The way everyone else has to imagine it. Yeah. And when he shows his scar. To prove what he's saying. Right. That moment. Is amplified. Versus if you had seen a flashback. The flashback. Flashbacks in a movie. Unless. They're being told by an unreliable narrator. Flashbacks in a movie kind of just prove whatever the person is saying, right? Yeah. So if they yeah. tell you something and then you cut to a flashback, it's like, all right, these these events happen and this is how they happen, right? Mm-hmm. And they obviously they work to, you know, good effect, bad effect, whatever. But hearing him tell the story and then seeing the scar and then you go, oh, he's not he's not lying. Right. Because the whole thing is circled around them all just jiving you Mm -hmm. know they're talking shit they could be blowing smoke up each other's ass you don't know their stories yeah right i mean hell that's that scar could be a lie but the way that he tells it you're like oh no that yeah that's too real
0: no it's backed by his actions throughout the entire movie yeah that motivates him his his uh otherwise insane reactions to things yeah because you understand that's what's really fueling this yeah so, that was a movie. That was a movie. That was a movie. That was a movie. Uh, I don't think either of us were expecting it to be that dark, no. that heavy. <laughs> but uh,
1: No, because the way that it starts, like, dude, I was smiling from ear to ear. I thought it was hilarious.
0: I genuinely thought we were going to get, like, almost a musical and, like, us have just this this kind of jaunty story yeah. about blue singers and yeah this time of the 1920s and like you know make it ritzy and, and yeah neat. i was
1: i was thinking like okay i wonder how he how he gets so much praise because if he's just gonna be you know sliding across the floor i'm like i get it but mm. is that oscar worthy i right, don't know
0: right but
1: <laughs> <laughs> we got something there but see here's the thing big monologues don't make oscar worthy performances too because you get that you can get that and still kind of sure. be like well you know, it's not the best thing I've seen in the world just because he has a long monologue. Oh, it has to be good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <and laughs> if that's... it's a long bad monologue, it's still bad, dude. And I mean, is there anything worse than like just watching an actor just go, 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 and you're like, mm. this is doing nothing for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's rough. It's rough. It's a risk. Yeah,
0: yeah. But uh, I mean, it definitely paid off in this movie. I think everyone I, there wasn't really a weak piece in the entire cast that I could I could come across. No. Um yeah I enjoyed it top to bottom I, I think there's a lot to unpack mm-hmm. um, you know if if for some reason you're watching this and you haven't watched it <laughs> I still recommend watching it just for
1: the performances yeah uh, just be ready for something a little heavy yeah I mean we could be even even now be doing it a disservice by not really tackling
0: everything oh I that... am 100% sure we're not tackling everything in this movie um, again we just watched it once so yeah yeah be, be kind I mean this is one reel in. One. one. Just one. Just the one. Uh but I think uh I think we did our best here. I think we did our best. <laughs> I think we did our very best. Um so out of six bottle caps, what would you give it?
1: Mm five and a half. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go five and a half. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to give it a six. <laughs> I'm trying to think what didn't I like about the movie uh-huh. that would prevent me from giving it a six. Because, well, see, see, here's the thing. I mean, if I give it a six out of six, I've got to justify that six out of you six. You definitely right? do. And, and, I mean, we got to think about other six out of six movies.
0: And, mind you, six out of six doesn't mean perfect. It means a masterpiece. Yeah, so is this
1: a masterpiece? It's too early to tell. I'm gonna stick uh, with five and uh, a half, 5.5 bottle caps. I think it's near perfect. I think I'm gonna have to watch it. And you know, as far as movies concerned, I think movies more so than anything else need time to really say this is this is a, a masterpiece. It's yeah. something that that is gonna move the culture. This is uh, gonna affect people in a way that that other pieces of art can't. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to stick with my five and a half.
0: Yeah, I, I, uh, I'm i right there with you. I'm going to give it a five and a half as well. And I, I think that's almost entirely to do with the performances they get in it. I don't yeah. think they do anything crazy with direction very much, except for the couple nice little touches I, I mentioned. Um, you know, it's very basic as far as that goes, but it doesn't need to be anything flashy. I think it, it kind of works in its favor that it's nothing... You know, uh, no f- major tilt cam, freaking mm. bullet time, <laughs> stuff like that. Like it, it never, it never goes too crazy, and that you know, it works for that. Um, I mean, I, I think that if they would have thrown a little bit more money at it, it could have looked a little bit better, uh, yeah. visual effects wise. Um, you know, th- the times that they're outside of the studio
1: feel stagey to me.
0: Yeah. Uh yeah, that's true.
1: It it feels like they're on a set. Right. When like a soundstage. The, yeah. it,
0: it feels like they're like in the back lots of Universal or something. Yeah. Um but again,
1: like it, it doesn't doesn't hurt the movie uh that much. Well it doesn't hurt the performances. It does kind of take you out of the movie a little bit. Yeah. And you just <laughs> And look, hey, listen. I am I'm all for, you know, taking the white man down a peg. <laughs> but I mean, the white people in this movie are like they're just caricatures. Oh yeah, they're yeah, just yeah. like these haunting figures in the in the. And you know what? Maybe that's what they were to black people in the twenties. So <laughs> yeah, maybe yeah. that's. I mean, maybe that's intentional. Yeah, yeah. So maybe I
0: scowling,
1: yeah. <laughs> silent faces. <laughs> they, they walk into the store and they're just like. Mm. I mean, I don't know. Maybe that's how they reacted. Could when, have been. When, when, Could when have been. Black folks walked into a store looking for a Coca Cola. Yep. With Coke in it. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. was straight up Coca Cola. And she it, was guzzling yes. those things.
0: <laughs> they should just clip that out and make it a
1: commercial. <laughs> Which <Where> she just, <laughs> just <laughs> housing. That's <them. laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, back when they had cocaine in it. So it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. She was talking. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she got done. It was like, mm. Mm, ooh. all right. Now we can go. Well, I can't feel my tongue. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, that being said. Definitely recommend it. Yes. Um, and recommend it if you did watch it like you should have. Rewatch it. Let us know what you think. That's right. Um, you think we got it? I think so, sir. I think so, yeah. Nice. We'll be back again soon. Don't you worry. I know it's been a while.
1: We'll
0: be back. This has been the One Real In Podcast. I've got myself, Marco Dupa, <laughs> and also the illustrious guest, Adam, Obesius, Rodriguez. We love you.
1: That weird. (laughs) We'll tighten it up. We'll tighten it up. (laughs) Goodbye.
0: (laughs) Goodbye.